Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 219, episode 3 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. Mm -hmm. It's Wednesday, January 12th, 2022, which of course means that it is National Kiss a Ginger Day. Yeah. That that seems offensive to me. With consent. I don't know if if they say with consent, but it's very aggressive. It's like, hey man, kiss a ginger day. It feels, do gingers refer to themselves as such? Is that a is that an okay term? I, I mean, look, I think we can expand expand upon that. Uh, yeah, maybe a little later. The show, but maybe. yeah. Yo, you know what's wild? Oh, here it is. Kiss a ginger. Let me just let me just read you what they say. They're encouraged to find their favorite redhead and give them a peck, created to support a more positive spin than its counterpart. Wait, what's its counterpart? Was it like punch a, a ginger? ginger day? Like punch a ginger day or some shit? Yo, what the fuck? I do not. I do. Who? Whose day is this? Who, Look, who we, came up with this you day? You know it's a bunch of dumb, weird people who just submit and then they get on there. And we always say, this one's by Derek Forgy, who founded it in 2009. Like even the Irish know that you're not supposed to be like, I'm going to kiss you. I'm Irish. It's kiss yeah, me. Yeah. I'm Irish. It's inviting. You're You're offering consent. You're not... Just going up and kissing somebody without talking to them about it. This is, this seems wildly, deeply misguided. Oh, uh, this guy's an, it's from, he's an actor. Okay. He's got, I searched his name. You said okay, that he's like a, it's a wizard ginger, or something. Ginger actor <laughs> born in 77 actor. from North Bay, Ontario, Canada. Oh, Ontario. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Yeah. Uh, the Jackie O, who's actually glamorous. And oh. I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! I see Mike Stipey all the time, Mikey all the time, Stipey all the time. I see Mike Stipey all the time, Mikey all the time, Mike Stipey all the time. Because I'm pretty sure I do see him at that Trader Joe's. Next time I see him, I'm just going to straight up be like, yo, man, you Mike Stipe. <laughs> um, but shout out to Sam Sewa on these uh, Discord for that wonderful party all the time. Yeah, I think it, if you call him Mike Stipe, he'll he'll be endeared to you. Be like, and because... I'm doing like with that, like, hey, Mike. What's you know up, what I mean? Mike? Oh, hey, dude, Mike. we went to high school together. You're on the football team. <laughs> Me looking all you... <laughs> young shit. Hey, thank you. All right. Well, Miles. Yeah. Enough. Enough bullshit. Because we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat yes. by a uh, new inductee to the Five Timers Club. Five Timers. She's wearing her jacket. Yep. She is a brilliantly talented comedian, actor, who you can hear on her podcast Natch Butte. Mm. Uh, which is the number one beauty podcast on iTunes at various times, but permanently the number one beauty podcast uh, in the okay. estimation of people uh, with taste who yes. matter. Uh, you also heard her on Vulture's number one best podcast of 2021, the Actcast. Mm. You've seen her in Comedy Bang Bang, Drunk History, Angie Tribeca, You're the Worst, and in Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice. Okay. Please welcome... The two-time Emmy Award winner, Jackie motherfucking Johnson! A little daily zeitgeist in my life. A little bit of iHeart by my side. A little bit of Miles is all I need. A little shout-out to Her Majesty. (laughs) A little Jack O'Brien in the sun. A little Anna Hosnier all night long. 
a little bit of Jackie J. Here I am, officially in the DC fam. Appearance Woo! number five. Appearance, Appearance number five. Appearance number five. Wow. Jackie, uh, bless up. Wow, thank you for those references. And uh, just to get your temperature on Kiss a Ginger Day, what's, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I am a bottled ginger. Mm-hmm. I've been coloring my hair red since I was 13 years old. Okay. So, okay. Full disclosure, getting that out there. Yeah. So uh, whether or not I apply to this. No, not necessarily. But I, I, I saw you were you were doing a little contemplating as you heard us go through this idea of just kiss this person who has color this color hair day. It's definitely not okay. Yeah. It's definitely not okay. Everybody proceed with caution today. Yeah, Kiss yeah, this person that. who I've just given a very derogatory nickname uh, or <laughs> <Right>. nickname. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, so very well-meaning, and you seem to regard me as a human being with their own agency, so thank you. Yeah. Why not um, instead we kiss a ginger candy? There you mm. go. Because there's a lot of ginger candies out there, and some people find ginger delightful. It's great for your digestion. Good for yeah, the stomach. Okay. Good for nausea. Go. Yeah. There you go. You know, you know how Americans are out here. What's a good ginger candy, though? There's good what are they called? Candy? Just ginger uh, chews. Just yeah. Generally. Oh, those, right? Yeah, the spicy ginger chews. Yes. We keep them in the back in the back seat of the car because we got a lot of uh, motion sickness in the family. So, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so that's yeah. like a little quick uh, stomach settler. Yeah. And they're okay. spicy. Okay. Spicy. If you get bored or if they're you're like spicy getting a little a sleepy way, you while know? you're driving. Where did, you know? But, Back to this guy, though, and I hate to keep harping on this man, but is it, what was there like a day that's like national, like fuck up a ginger day or something? Because it's like it keeps referencing like it's a counterpoint to something yeah, that would so. encourage bullying. I think of the UK, maybe like there is a known like that's a meme at the very least. That, like, got it. Got it. Got it. You like fuck with gingers. Yeah, and this dude kind of looks like a guy who would be like, well, it's kiss a ginger day, huh? So maybe give me a little smooch, maybe. His his uh, IMDb thing, he was in an episode of The Hills in 2008 oh. in, a, as, in a background performance role as warm-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wait, you know you what? Made it. No, it's not even that. Oh my God. Okay. This, it's not even that. It's the after show. He does after show, like live show. War- He's a warm up comedian. Like all his IMDb stuff is all warm up comedian stuff. Okay. Hey, that's a nice gig if you can get it. Yeah. I mean, usually it's like a very successful comedian who's doing that a lot of the time, at least at like, I don't know. Like sitcom tapings. Yeah, yeah. sitcom yeah, tapings. Right. It's like, oh. It's like a friend of Jimmy, Jimmy Pardo, Pardo is a good yeah. friend of. <laughs> <laughs> is it Conan? He did that for Conan. He's for so like... funny. He's great. Yeah, he's just like one of the best. And just goes up there without material and is just naturally funny. I want to be a warm-up comic. I would yeah. kill at that job. Somebody call me up. Yeah. yeah. Especially What's for The style? Hills. A hilarious oh, show man. like The Hills. <laughs> you writing something? Are you Who's going to laugh? Just... With the pure energy of excitement, or you I think would you have a, a combo up? of both. Okay, you definitely have to be comfortable doing the crowd work, uh huh, right, and working spontaneously. But you also have to have some material ready to go because right, sometimes right, they right. go, you know, you have to right. stall. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have uh, to be the type of person who, uh, <laughs> who when they see that stretch it out hand gesture instead of like going into a fucking blind panic. Is yeah. like yes, you yeah. level get up. To, like get Pikachu. to be up here a little bit longer. 
right. could just do parody songs for an hour. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that would be all fine with me. Mamba number five parody. I songs. could just do Daily Zeitgeist appearance number five on. Loop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Super producer Becca, in addition to saying your song was uh, so cute, said that the internet lore of. Uh, around gingers that they don't have souls, which has spiraled to gingers being the subgroup of white people that are bullied, according oh. to Know Your Meme. And All right, Ginger. Wasn't that like in South Park or some shit? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, whatever. All right, Jackie. Yes. We are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. There's a lot to catch up with you on. Yeah. But before we do any of that, let's tell the listeners a couple of things we're talking about. The vaccine police guy is... A person we have to know about now. Yeah. And so we'll Woo-hoo. check in with him because he has a way to unfuck yourself from COVID. Yeah. That is pretty. Naturally. 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 <laughs> using using your own body's products. Just yeah. something that you Just can. check this. We got a clip for you. You got yeah, yeah. to hear from the experts, folks. Quebec launched a plan to increase vaccination rates. That is pretty genius. So we'll talk about that. We will uh, talk about the new color. So people are saying, okay, you've heard of millennial pink and you've heard of Gen Z yellow, but have you heard of something, something purple? They're claiming this new, this purple, this dusty purple is uh, the new color. So we're going to talk about that. I I am especially interested in talking to you, Jackie, about this. And we might talk about the right's latest COVID miracle cure, Viagra. All of that, plenty more. But first, Jackie, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? The snoo. The mm. snoo. Do you know what a snoo is? Is that from Dr. Seuss? I was going to guess the Dr. Horton, Seuss. Horton hears a snoo. <laughs> uh, no, no a it snoo. is a very expensive baby bassinet. <laughs> oh, I do know about yeah, that. Yeah, the snoo. Yeah, the snoo. Yeah. Do and I oh, get a snoo? Do I not get a snoo? Oh, this thing? Yeah. I've it's seen like this. That 15... shit's $1,600. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've man. I've seen this shit, and I'm like, oh, that's a very minimal looking baby bassinet. Yeah. Bassinet. I said bassinet. Bassinet. French. Yeah. I mean, with a Whoa. price point like that, it should be called a bassinet. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely is, so... needs a fancy name. What is it? What is it about the so, snoo that's... I'm honestly still trying to figure it out, but basically, the baby, you put the baby in it, you put it in like a little straight jacket kind of thing, and okay. then once the baby cries, it hears the cries and moves to soothe the baby, depending on how it's crying, and it can make your baby sleep, but then some people say, it's the worst, my baby hated it, it you know, and some people are like, it changed my life. I don't know. Do I get it? Do I not? Do I get yeah. it? I'm pregnant, by the way. I'm not just trying to buy what? a bassinet for myself. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Congratulations. Thank Congrats. you. Congrats. Just to yeah. clarify, all of my answers are going to have to do with pregnancy. Unfortunately, that's really what good. I got no. going on right now. Yeah. The good news is, like, you can always find this shit on, like, eBay or, like, on Oh, the marketplace Craigslist. is hot with snooze because yeah. babies outgrow them after a few months. Yes, yeah, very right. quickly. Oh, so like, you, you get an offer up maybe for, like, mm-hmm. half off, maybe. Offer but, up a snoo. Exactly. And it does seem like it has some structural integrity, so it's not like you're buying something that's going to, like, crumble in on right. $1,600. Man, how the f- Yeah, it's too expensive. All, all the baby shit is expensive. I was looking at strollers, and I'm so stressed out. I'm like, I'll just carry that motherfucker. I'm not paying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's Just talk offline it. about strollers. I might okay. have I might have something for you. Okay. But yeah, my like 
My experience two babies later is that like a lot of the like really expensive shit, if you just like hunt around on Craigslist or just ask around for people to like put feelers out to friends of friends who they know just had kids, you can usually like get something at least on loan for zero dollars. Yeah. Like zero this. certainly beats sixteen hundred. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't think we ever had the snoo, but like honestly the the fact that I don't like I know that we talked about this my wife and I and I don't remember ever getting it but like I don't remember shit about the early days yeah. it's like such a blur because you're so sleep deprived you're so just like I don't know your brain is flooded with just like blackout chemicals it's just like yeah you're not gonna remember <laughs> any of this really shit. Fun. It's you're like, it's, yeah, we had a snoo. It's like, no, you you put a milk crate on a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But and like the best stroller, the stroller that we like got the most use out of was a very cheap one that was just like really easy to fold up and unfold. And the really expensive one that we ended up spending money on was we never used because it was just like big and bulky and you never fucking used it. So, yeah, but man. It's exciting times. It's, it's super exciting. I, I just like, like, I look back at like a picture I saw myself as a baby in a stroller. I'm like, yo, that shit probably was so dangerous <laughs> like, considering yeah. how every time, like in my mind, I'm like, man, they're always just, it's shit's just getting fancier, but it's like, no, we're actually iterating because uh, <laughs> shit was probably killing children for the I last years. I don't even remember being in a car seat ever. I don't, yeah. oh, I have yeah. no recollection of that. I, no. The second I like I was able to form memories, I was not in a car seat yeah, or a booster. I was strapped I was like, in the back of a laundry basket or something. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how much we. Uh, that's what the <laughs> we've come. That's what the from. back part of the station wagon was for to yep. just like throw the kids slide back around. there and you just slide around. Yep. Multiple laundry baskets. Yeah, go fast <laughs> into the turn. Go fast into right. the turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we all survived. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We were. Uh, off mic talking about scans and one one of the best things uh that we ever spend money on it's not very expensive is like you can go to places that will give you like a hyper like detailed scan of your baby's face like towards the end and like you can see your baby's face like before like a month before you give birth it's pretty, i need to do that wild. because if i need to start saving up for rhinoplasties yeah, you. Then well, I that's what to. we did. We were yeah. like, okay, so we're just gonna nip this in okay. the bud. When we're in the hospital, we're gonna, you know, knock out a couple yeah. like ticks and you or tucks and lifts. Let's let's put a pin in that Cancun trip. Actually, <laughs> now that I'm looking at the child's profile, I think yeah, there's yeah. money better spent here. Yo, but yeah, there's so much, so much bullshit to spend money on. But I'm you will over, get. I'm overwhelmed with this registry. I don't know what to do. Every time I try to open it, I get anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You will get so good at the straight jacket thing, the <laughs> swaddling. It's like that that becomes. I like gotta take a nature. swaddle class. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's pretty. Like once you once you figure it out, you get it down. You have your own style. Oh yeah. shit! It's okay. That, Try O'Brien. That was style. actually one of the things I remember actually taking. Some a little finesse on the swaddle. Yeah. yeah, little finesse. Oh, like looking at other people's swaddle game. I'm like, oh my god, them sides are too <laughs> oh loose, man. Bottom about to fucking yeah, tuck yeah. enough in the front there. Yeah, yeah. It was like other people can roll a joint with one hand. I can swaddle two babies <laughs> oh, at the same time. With just... hey, we got a road show. Hey, man, you need your weed rolled <laughs> yeah. up. I'll do it. You want your baby rolled up? Baby Jack swaddle. There you go. Yeah, Jackie. What is something you think is overrated? 
I right now think that unsolicited advice is overrated because <laughs> once you say you're pregnant, I've gotten more emails mm. and messages from strangers <clears throat> telling me all kinds of crazy shit that I don't need to know about. I got an email from a woman saying, my asshole ripped. You need to start eating fiber. And I'm like, who are you? Like, right. why are you telling me that? I don't need to hear your trauma. I'm sorry that happened to you, but I don't need that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Who's at asshole savior? <laughs> just trying to help you, okay? Oh, man. It's rough out there. I don't, I love y'all, but I don't need your help. I have enough. I have Jack. I have all these other people in my life who have kids that are right here. I don't need yeah. your damn advice. And I'll just say right now that you probably shouldn't listen to me either. <laughs> You know, we, in addition to getting like, uh, you know, our bassinets off of Craigslist, we also got a lot of babysitters off of Craigslist that didn't work out. Mm. Now that's a risk. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to situations. get a word of mouth referral, hon. <laughs> if I had a kid, it's going to be sight gang. I'm like, yeah, put yeah. my DMs up. Watch my child who's very vulnerable. <laughs> Trust y'all. Yeah. No. Yeah. People don't need to. But it's also... Yeah, I don't. I I feel for the people who just like are desperate to tell you about their trauma because like they're clearly not getting it out somewhere else. Yes. But yeah, that is right. that is not the place to do it. Well, everybody, <laughs> like, listen, this is this is scary enough. Like, growing a human in your body, it's been wacky. Like, I definitely underestimated how wacky and weird and scary it is. I don't need to know how horrible right. something went for you. <laughs> it doesn't help me. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that right now. Right. Yeah, doctors yeah. are bad at conveying the wackiness of a given uh, situation. They're rarely well, until you, you until you've had a baby growing in you, or, or you've been you know with a partner with one. I really had no clue, and I have a bunch of friends with kids. My my sister, one of the closest people in my life, has had two kids. But I'm nobody told me all this crazy shit was going to happen. Nobody told me my teeth would be so sore I can hardly eat, and yeah. like all this other crazy Damn, shit. Teeth sore? Oh yeah, my teeth hurt so bad. Wow. I mean, yeah, all this weird shit happens. The yeah. teeth sore and the feet expanding are oh, related. I can't deal with that. I, I have so much invested in my shoe collection. That cannot happen to me. Yeah. because it's, Wait, it's, after it's, you can't recover? You no, I think change you, your shoe you size? can. So oh. I think it's your body loosening Ooh. up so that like it, it's like holding on to bones less tight is the stupidest like way it. anyone's ever put it so that like your feet your feet aren't like swelling they're actually expanding because they're not like being held as tight by the things because your body's getting ready to have to like Expand. bend around a baby coming yeah. out well, and welcome to this obstetrics podcast. Right, guys, thanks so That's, much for joining us. And that is based on, you know, I I have a physician in the family uh that yeah. fact right there is based on a cracked article that i edited <laughs> back in the day so uh take everything i say with a complete grain of salt nothing i say is backed by my the opinion hey, of cracked, my wife. It cracked is bible in this house <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you ask the doctor you're like um but i need a differentiating diagnosis based off this cracked article uh, if possible like how do you know about a differentiating diagnosis but now you're evoking cracked yeah yeah i'm smart doctor what uh what is something you think is underrated sleeping on your back mm. which mm. i can no longer do and wow Oof. what an adjustment it has been really i didn't know that you couldn't sleep on your back once you hit a certain amount of weeks of pregnancy because when you're laying flat, it can cut the baby's air supply off. 
Mm. And I sleep on my back. And a lot of beauty people know that you have to train yourself to sleep on your back because if you sleep on one side, it's going to slowly age one of your sides of your face more. Oh, no. Ah! So... I'm trying to keep gravity. I'm trying to keep proportionate. So I've wow. trained myself to sleep on my back, and now I can't. Holy shit. It's been it's- rough. I've woke up in the middle of the night and been like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill my baby. Like, I wake <laughs> up on my back. It's really scary. Damn. Oh, my God. I'm well, telling you, it's scary doing this. Hold yeah. on. Tell me about this aging, the gravity aging your face like a truck driver. Baby. Yeah, yeah like enough about fig- your shit. Tell us more yeah, about yeah. Uh- Tell me about. <laughs> so, basically, when you're asleep, if you're laying on one side, your face is starting right. to go one direction. So if you sleep on the same side every night, slowly but surely, the gravity will start to change and one side of your face is going to sag more than the other. Look it up on Cracked, okay? Yeah. Look yeah. it up Thank on you. Cracked. Let me look at the crack. Yeah, some of that Your face is starting to age one direction and it's not the Harry Styles one. No. It's, That's uh, right. Thank exactly. you. That makes a lot of sense of uh, what I look like. <laughs> like yeah. for for the first thirteen hours of a day at this point, and presumably fairly soon, it'll be all all of. But yeah. also, depending on what you're using for your pillowcase, it can suck the moisture out of your face too. So you could cause one side of your face to have less moisture than the like other side. Out, your right. face could be dirtier than the other side. That's why, again, sleeping on your back eliminates mm, right. that issue. Damn. So how is my... I'm a uh, back sleeper. I just ball up a dirty towel. Whatever mm-hmm. the one towel is that I'm using that month, I just mm-hmm. ball that up and sleep on that. Oh, is that yeah. good? I don't think that's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I do the thing, yeah. First of all, I, no neck support. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. it depends. Because what I do is whatever pants I'm wearing, I take those off and roll them up, and okay. that's my pillow. So. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Because the, the butt sweat actually acts as a natural moisturizer. I think, or an astringent. <laughs> to clear up my back back yeah. of the head acne Sorry. what you been eating i don't know to be honest it's back of the head to... acne <laughs> it's mostly tuna helper head oh. acne yeah yuck all right well let's take a quick break and we're gonna come back and talk about the vaccine police guy yeah And we're back. And Jackie, you have some recommendations of how people should take care of themselves on, mm-hmm. on your podcast, Natch Butte. There, there's a new sheriff in town, let's just say, <laughs> for the, uh, for the right. An yeah. absolute clown who goes by the name Christopher Key, a.k.a. the vaccine police guy. Yeah. And he goes around telling pharmacists they can be murdered. And yeah, he, he's got very strong opinions that are backed by nothing yeah but he also has like uh scientific ideas absolutely are also backed by nothing well exactly and he's he he calls himself the vaccine police guy because he wears a fucking badge and shit this is vaccine police and he's like i'm gonna citizens arrest the the governor of louisiana and you're like no you're not because it's (laughs) that's not how citizens arrest works and going to walmarts and shit telling them hey man you can get executed for administering these like life ending vaccines. And but like I'm like, bro, you think a pharmacist at Walmart hasn't heard some shit like this before and that's going to affect their day. They've seen that's everything, a Tuesday but for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, OK, keep it moving full. <laughs> and like you're saying, prior to her prior to prior to his vaccine policing, 
He was just your normal run-of-the-mill grifter dabbling in all kinds of junk science before getting to this point. Like most people we see now, like who are heavy on this anti-vax stuff, they typically have a background in, you know, nonsense science. And before this, he was like, he was on the cover. Not There was a cover story on a Sports Illustrated uh, like that was referencing him and how he was selling athletes deer antler velvet as a natural steroid. He's yeah. like, oh, man, take this. It's like it's like taking Balco, man. I remember Ray Lewis talking about inhaling deer antler spray uh, before a Super Bowl and people being Mm -hmm. like, that can't be legal. And it isn't. And it does nothing. That's the thing. Even though he's like, yeah, man, this is what happens uh, when I get my deer antler spray. Uh, It's it's all just nonsense. So anyway, he was recently filmed at this event. And I use that term very loosely because it looks like he's like in a like a gym coach's office. And there's like three other people like gasping at his claims. But nonetheless, he wants to let people know I have a way to purify your body if you get COVID. And guess what? It even works if you've had to unfortunately be vaccinated. And I'm just going to let this play because this man is very interesting to listen to. And unfortunately for the listeners, you're not going to be able to see him, but we will be able to see him because he is he is a, a powerhouse of a, of a look. So very, listen very closely as he does a very dramatic reveal to his, I don't know, patients, I guess, of how he's going to be COVID. He's, he starts off talking about how he's just spoken to a man named Dr. Group, and he's given him the inside scoop on where we're at on how we're going to beat COVID. So here is uh, Mr. Vaccine Popo talking about how this is it. This is it. We've, we've come up with a solution. 20-minute conversation with him. And he told me that it's very possible and probable we have the antidote, okay? And the antidote is even for those that have been vaccinated. And, 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 and the research he's already sent me Ooh. just blew me away. And they're going to tear me research. apart, but hey, they, they tear me apart all the time. And I've been practicing this for 20 years, and um, everybody's always said I'm cray-cray, oh, no. and I am. But I'm crazy like a fox, okay? <laughs> and guys, when I tell you this, please, you know, Take it with a grain of salt, but go do the research, okay? Because this is going to just be like, there's no way. But the antidote, and I'm going to kill my credibility. But what credibility do I have anyway? So, hey. Um, You're right. The antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. Okay? And I know to a lot of you, a lot of you, this sounds crazy, but guys, God's given us everything we need. Okay, Uh and I'm going to give you again, I test and prove all things. Okay, so he goes on where people are like, what are you you saying? We got to drink our piss. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Drink Uh your pee pee and your own pee, not someone else's. Your own. Got to be your own brand. Got it. Mm -hmm. Because God, I mean, uh, God didn't give you someone else's pee. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be yours. (laughs) It's got to be yours. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this is he said he's like, I've been doing it for 23 years. And it's like, okay. Wow. So, so since well before COVID, he's just he just wanted to drink his own pee. Who's yeah, on his yeah, shirt? Yeah. Is you that Tesla? I think it's Tesla, which is Was a that bummer. Tesla? Yeah. Here, wait. So. There's let me expand it really quick. Let's he's wearing looks... uh for listeners, he's wearing a blazer with a black like V neck t shirt underneath that I believe has a picture of Tesla, Tesla? on it. You seen that? You seen this? You guys seen this? We need Drew is. Tarver to reenact this. Yeah, right. Right. That, oh that's who I would cast as this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks I'm, like 
he looks like uh John Calipari's like twin brother for any basketball. He looks like right. he's soaked in piss. He does look like <laughs> his he, hair looks like someone pissed piss. on him this morning. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's someone being himself, presumably. Yes. That's well, as he was trying to drink it his own on pee. himself, he's like, "I got eh, 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 it in my hair again, damn it!" Uh, well, I got to get to this symposium in a random office. But yeah, this is—I mean, his whole energy feels like a parody of itself. I think that's why you're like, I can see Drew Tarver yes. doing this because in his voice. I just—it's definitely yeah. a Drew Tarver character. I don't. I mean, I get that this is a way for him to, you know, come out with a hot take, you get more attention. But he are—he already has an audience, like on Telegram. That like loves hearing his nonsense, but this, I don't know who this is for, but his energy is very like, uh, very cult leader. It reminds me of Marshall Applewhite in the, yeah. the end days. The the timeline. I just want to get this straight of his story <laughs> is that he has been drinking his own piss for twenty five years. Yep, and then COVID comes along, mm-hmm. and it happens. His drinking his own piss happens to cure the global pandemic that we're facing. But he yes. before he was just doing it because it, it was fun. For leisure. For leisure. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for beauty mm-hmm. purposes. Cause I mean, this guy is a is a looker. He looks like he's great shape, doing great. Yeah, oh yeah. And what the funny thing is, he recorded that video right after he was released from jail on a trespassing charge. Mm. In Birmingham, Trust Alabama. like a fox. Like a um, fox. <laughs> Drinking my piss like a fox. Mm-hmm. Did y'all mm-hmm. see the photos in this article? There's one of him standing in front of what looks like a 2000 Mustang. And I know that because I used to drive that Yo, same yeah, car. That, yep. that was like the teenage girl car of my high school era. Same. Covered in just guns. And for me, if you want to be a fake police, get a uniform. This just looks like he ordered a shirt from like his local embroidery shop. Right. And put a little vaccine police insignia on there. I feel like he should have gone full village people, police, purple yeah. police. Like that would yeah. have given him for me a little bit more cred. Yeah. He has yeah. another one that's like a nice fancy polo that says vaccine police. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's falling short of looking like official police. That looks like a bike shirt. Is he wearing like culottes? I, I believe they're carpenter shorts. Oh, is that what we call those? And he, he appears to be wearing aqua socks. Yeah. You know, those shoes for when you get in the pond. Hey, man, standard issue vaccine police <laughs> uniform, okay? <laughs> Gotta have your aqua socks and uh, a very American gun and a Kalashnikov, I see, off to the side. Come on, man. You American or what, man? I can confirm that that is a picture of Tesla who would have loved this guy because. I yeah. just, I can't look at him and not think he smells like pee. Right. Not after that. And yeah. there's like a, there is like, he, he looks like one of those people, you know, like people who look clean and then they're stinky when you get close to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he looks like. He he like, it's like one of those, like a predatory flower where you're like, oh, this might be something. And it's like noxious once you get right. within a certain like per- perimeter of him. So anyway. I bet that Mustang key. smells like piss. I bet the, those guns <laughs> smell like piss, those aqua socks. <laughs> Is there anything like I, I'd be interested in because this is probably going to take off. Uh, I'm curious to I'm sure somebody will do the history of urine therapy like uh, amongst the the wellness community. But is as the host of a beauty podcast, uh, America's greatest beauty podcast, is there a history like have you come up against urine therapy as a thing? 
all I've ever heard is that I believe it was ancient China. The servants would drink the piss because the opium would still be in the pee, so they could get high off of oh, the piss shit. of their of their you know owners. Or I, that's all I've ever heard about drinking piss <laughs> is <Right>. to get high. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. I, for me, pee is your waste. Right. So I feel it is what your body is cleansing. Therefore, putting it back in your body, I don't think would do anything. I, I don't know. I'm not. The, you... I'm not the COVID police or the vaccine police. So I don't you're know. You're not the urine police. Yeah. Yes. I think that seems that way because you've been brainwashed by the mainstream media. But <laughs> yes, the the number one search when you do urine therapy, the autocomplete is for hair, and mm. so urine therapy for hair. And then the number one article is a February 7th, 2021 article from beautyglimpse.com. Uh, hmm. And the title is Urine Therapy May Provo- Promote Hair Growth, Benedicts and Risks. So they, they have a typo <laughs> in the title. So In your headline? Benedicts. Benedicts and Risks. Real Benedict Arnold right there yeah. with that. Oh, man. Wait, so you got you can drink your pee and grow your hair? I'm assuming it means. Well, we like, need right to back. know Pissing what the Benedicts are. Right, yeah. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> worth a shot. <laughs> Speaking of worth a shot, yeah, Quebec has <laughs> a seemingly pretty successful approach to getting people to get vaccinated, and it's not telling them that the other option is drinking your own piss. Yeah, it's actually. I mean, vaccine rates there aren't bad, right? No. They're over eighty percent. Yeah, roughly like. I, when okay, so but on their way to this mandate going out, they were very in the high seventies. But the health minister was like looking. It's like, man, like half of the cases are from like this little sliver of people who are unvaccinated. Like when we go in the ICU, like half of the beds are taken up by a minority, like a small number of anti-vaxxer people who are just the ones needing the most medical care. So they needed to combat this somehow because obviously, I think just like uh, here. You have people who go on the Facebooks and have suddenly downloaded the intelligence and experience of a doctor like it's the shitty matrix and have now been able to empower themselves with their own terrible decision making. So their whole thing was we need to figure out how we can how we can tighten the rules. So we're really incentivizing and honestly making it much more difficult for these people because the health minister said we have to protect the population from these people, like just unequivocally. It was like these people who believe that they don't need these uh, like these inoculations. They're the ones going to the hospital. They're potentially getting other people sick. So we need to do something about that. So what did they do? They said, look, if you want to step into a place that sells alcohol or can or cannabis, like one of like the like like uh, municipally ran stores, I don't know exactly which stores, but essentially liquor stores and weed stores. You can't pull up without at least one shot. And mm. guess what happened? They went from 1,500 shots a day to 6,000 shots a day. They quadrupled the fucking vaccination rate, I think, because they're like, yeah, look, man, it's uh, it's how bad do you want your weed? You know, right. is it are you 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 you're going to start home growing because you think you're really about this unvaxxed life? I don't think so. Same with I think people who are drinking alcohol now in the like. The, at the, I think at the federal level, people are like, this is too far. Like, what are you like? This doesn't make sense or whatever. And I get it, you know, because I can't imagine what would happen in the U.S. if you said you can't go into a liquor store if you don't have a vaccination. But things are ran a little bit differently up there, up there. It feels like they should have the vaccine 
like stations or where, wherever you're vaccinating people, like at the liquor store, so that you are taking advantage of that moment. Oh, right. So you're like, ah, shit. You know what? I'm not vaccinated. Like, well, you're, you're yeah. in luck. You see that? You see that person right there? Right. Get you your shot right now. Right. Because this makes sense to me. Like when, it, as somebody who used to self-medicate quite a bit, like you know, I was also, I'd say. At any point during my life, like when I was self-medicating, the most would have been the time I was most likely to like start believing crazy shit <laughs> like that uh, I should be drinking my own piss instead of getting vaccinated. So, like, right. you know, people are self-medicating to deal with some shit, you know? Yeah. And like that shit might overlap with buying into, you know, anti-vax bullshit. So what do you this is smart. I think. Is there is is there a version we can do in this country that won't quite because you know like i don't look I, I think the second you say you can't buy alcohol unless you're vaccinated like you, you i think you'll see something worse than january 6th yes like without a doubt but i'm trying to think of like how do we subtly do it because we tried like make sports games but even then all the colleges and shit they backpedaled at first right. like hey you gotta be vaccinated or bring these tests and i'm like you know what fuck it man just come on in what if Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, yeah. You know how Krispy Kreme gave you a free donut with your Vax card? Right. So what if it was like, hey, come get a free joint. Come get a free fifth of vodka. Right. Wow. Oh. You know, like right. everybody loves a deal. Right. We're Americans, damn it. We like free shit. Right. Yeah. It's it's almost like the like like the boss, you know, when the boss system was running New York and you had been like, take the drunks to the to the polling place, get them liquored up and then they'll vote for you. I mean, it feels like if we're just kind of going back to that. It's like, yeah, man, you like booze. Hey, you should get now, vaccinated. Now, that's a good idea. Get them on their way out. Yeah. So <laughs> they go in the weed shop, they get their shit, they blaze up, they're on their way out and they go, hey, by the way, stop by this tent. Right. You know, give them the in, jab, man. get them out of there. Also, man, right. we'll give you a free eighth, man. You, get this. <laughs> yeah. you want another eighth? Yeah, I'll hook you up right here. Just free jab. Cool. There are states in the U.S. where, like, alcohol is regulated by the government. So right. I could see. Like Utah, right? Utah, yeah. Utah, I think New Hampshire, uh, I think Pennsylvania also has like weird. I don't I don't think it's like sold by the government, but I think it like they have very strict laws around like you can't buy liquor at the same place that you buy beer and shit like that. So, right. I, I wonder if that also like plays into it, if Quebec has something similar to that. Right. But again, I think like it's funny, like as I think that's maybe Quebec. Because I know there's like the beer store in Canada and things like that are run like by like by the municipality that it would only you could only do that if that's those are the people like if the municipality is running the business. Because the second you did that, like the, you know, Chamber of Commerce is going to just come down with the force of God to be like, how are you going to stop people from buying stuff right. at any measure? We don't care what it is, but how are you going to how are you going to stop people from consuming? I think that would always be the. Yeah, the big obstacle. For yeah, us it looks here. like Quebec. You can only buy hard liquor at SAQ, which is Quebec's liquor commission, and from nine to five. So it's like they have the they have that tap in their hand, and they can turn it on and off. But okay. don't you just worry about the workers at these places? 
some guy's jonesing for his weed and he comes in and they're like, sorry, you can't buy it. You're not vaxxed. They're not professional security people. That's my thing. It's just people are going to be mad. I mean, you need to add like a military presence at the door if you're going to do this. But like, I mean, that's why it's going to be a government program. So you put the military presence there. You also have the (laughs) tent where you can get the vaccine right next to it and set yourself up for success. It looks just on like you can just imagine the visual that Republicans would run with. It's like armed soldiers outside the liquor store with the tents. Like, you see what they're doing, man? Yeah. They're rounding people up, man. They're rounding people up. But at this point, I mean, with Omicron quite literally running rampant uh, through the entire population, it's I. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what we're going to how we're going to end up here. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And Business Insider uh, had an article yesterday about the successor to Millennial Pink and Gen Z Yellow, which is like a orchid, dusty, purple kind of color. But I don't know. I just, I just love this sort of shit, that, that monologue from The Devil Wears Prada, where Meryl Streep's Anna Wintour stand-in, like, explains how... That's the not cover- blue. That's cerulean. Cerulean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and how it like trickles down from like an Oscar de la Renta collection of cerulean gowns down to like Yves Saint Laurent. And then like it becomes eight different designers pick that up and then it's filtered down through the department stores and then into some, I think, tragic casual corner <laughs> where yeah. you no doubt fished it out of some clearance bin. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so I I don't know that that's everything I love, like underrated forces that form the zeitgeist and the idea that there are these like currents and rhythms, you know, thrumming through the collective unconscious and we like don't pay attention to it, but they're like super meaningful. And also, you know, color is a powerful force that we can't avoid that like affects us in ways that I feel like our unconscious or our conscious mind doesn't like fully comprehend and yeah, it, do, it does seem like those two colors, pink and ye- those colors of pink and yellow have like had big, big moans for the past uh, decade. And I'm curious to get Jackie, your thoughts as a beauty blogger. Well, there are people who make their living uh, being trend forecasters. Yeah, And right. it is truly fascinating. I've had a beauty founder on Attribute discuss this, who that was her job at Sephora, was to forecast the colors that everyone's going to be using for their palettes, for their lipsticks. So it's really interesting where they get it. I don't know. <laughs> right. right. But all I know is that pink, I'm like a pink gal. Anybody that knows me knows uh, that everything is pink. I'm actually not in my house because they're tearing out my bathroom and it was too loud to record. I'm at my friend's house, but my whole office is pink. My wedding ring is pink. My whole first wedding was pink. Your dog. dog who's asleep right here. Yeah. She has a pink tail. Yeah. We love a pink in this house. Absolutely, and I, yeah. Am I millennial? Yes, honey. But pink <laughs> was before that. I, pink right. is in my soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's like, just pick the color you like. I think some woman, somebody always picks the Pantone color. It doesn't really affect my life. I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. really dictate anything I do. Yeah. But yeah, then I again, guess, like, does it? Right. Right. I think what it does is like, it'll definitely changes like the marketing. 
of companies. Mm -hmm. That's where I see it most. Like, like millennial pink. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like I knew some, I remember some people were on that wave, but it's not like they're like, my whole identity is this shade of pink. But I do remember like a raft of products that were in boxes that were millennial pink Mm -hmm. or the products themselves. I mean, shout out to my millennial pink rolling tray for. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, that's how that shit affects me. Or that's how I see it intersecting more than being, I guess I'm not so on trend. I'm like, well, time to get rid of that millennial pink and pick up this very periwinkle. Yeah. My only kind of rubric here is trying to picture Pete Davidson wearing the color. And if Mm. I can picture him wearing the color, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Look, my dog's tail is very peri. Yeah, yeah. Chusha's tail is the exact color, like what just the fuck as it appears on. Like this is almost like a magic trick that you have well, just done. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, Chooch has successfully predicted the Pantone color. I'd say eight times in her <laughs> life. <laughs> it's fact. Go look on her Instagram. The year it was yellow, her tail was yellow. The tail. You know, so I don't know. Maybe she knows something I don't know. But Chooch is Gen Z. She was born in 09. Got it. So perhaps this is a Gen Z intuition. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good to know. You got to figure out how to commodify that that spooky talent from your dog. I know. I don't. She can't speak. So it's really hard to get this information. (laughs) Right. I would love a, like, annual reveal of the next color by you. And it's always just pink. <laughs> right. It's, it's been pink, pink a lot. It was it was rose quartz in 2016. Right. It, it has been pink. It has been purple before as well. So I don't know how yeah. to choose this shit. I mean, it seems like yellow trailed behind lemonade by a couple years like beyonce's mm-hmm. lemonade this is the color that kanye was wearing like not that kanye is like still the coolest person but he's definitely like influential mm-hmm. in terms well, of like, yeah, what people wear people. and this color was like all over him when he did a uh, coachella like a few years back so like i don't know it, it feels like they're, they're using a lot of language like well this is because you know the pink was about gender nonconformity the yellow is about like piss piss, drinking your own piss piss. how everybody's now realizing that if you just drink your own piss you will be young forever no they're (laughs) saying that it's like a symbol of optimism whereas i could see it easily being you know the 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 exact opposite that like they realize that the only thing that they have control over and like an ability to like speak with is like you know, what they look like on social media. And so yellow is like the most visible color. That's why like cabs are yellow. It's like the first color that we, I guess, see in a wavelength, according to this article. But like, that's what I'd always read too. It's that like yellow is the th- the color that stands out the most. Yeah. I had a math teacher who would print our t- tests on yellow paper. And he'd be like, I'm giving you guys a leg up, man. Oh, mm-hmm. that's why highlighters are yellow. Ah, possibly yeah yeah i mean what's what like what where, let's get to the bottom of all this but it's yeah. funny when you read this article and they're like and you know i think what we're seeing with like y2k and like the gen z's adoption of that it's it's as if you're saying like a very small group because you're talking about people who are presenting their clothing fashion sense on social media to even gather this data set to then have like make these like sociological assumptions i think it's a little a little bit of a reach but i get if you're just r- watching the trend waves, then maybe you're saying that more than being like, it says something about optimism. Because like, okay, roll up to, you know, 
sub-Saharan Africa and show them a color palette and be like, okay, so what are you guys vibing with? Because right. uh, based on our color experts, it should be this one. Like, I just don't know if it's, you know, what, who is it speaking for? Well, yeah. if, if Devil Wears Prada is any indication, we're all participating whether we think we are or not. Oh, God. Pretty wild. Fuck, my, fuck me up. Okay. Guess I'm in it. Also, yellow's definitely definitely having a moment. Yellowstone, yellow jackets. Uh, oh yeah, yellow pee. yellow pee, yellow pee that we're yeah. drinking right now. In between, it, it's actually like we we should set like let our listeners know that during the commercial breaks we have been drinking our own pee. Mm-hmm. I feel great. I my my shirt breath is, is drenched, awful, but... but my hairs have not grown a single inch. <laughs> yeah, or centimeter. But mine did. So. I... Yeah. So, so no. no. Why does she yeah. always get the benefits? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like are there other like I I guess you know, I the thing that makes the most sense to me is like somebody who's cool puts a color out there and that resonates with other cool people and then it like trickles down to Right. Like which is exactly like, like what Meryl Streep said. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume she made that all up on the mm-hmm. spot. It was improv. Yeah, because <laughs> like I think of like Kate Raft, right? They like yellow. They fuck with yellow. That's yes. their whole. Shit I thought of that. Yellow. I thought of them as well when we were discussing this earlier. Yeah, because yeah. my first mind went to yellow. Kate Raft. That's right. their shit. That is good branding right there. Yeah, yeah. no, one hundred percent. Because to the point where like I, imp- yeah, you've you've cornered the market where I'm merely thinking of a color. I'm like, that's this person that yeah. I know. <laughs> Yeah. And actually, when I think of pink, yeah, the second you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, Zachy's not fucking around with the pink life. So you you live this shit. I mean, my right. car is pink. I, I've really leaned in. You got a pink car, too? Well, I have a Prius with, it's called the Persona series, and they made 1,500 of them. But they have, it has a pink rearview mirror and, like, pink accents. But when I oh. walked over the dealership, I was holding my dog with a pink tail. I had a pink fur coat on. And I was like, I'm looking for a pre. And he goes, I think I have one you might like. <laughs> and I had to oh. have it, you know? It's, wow. it's, it's, wait, so it's black with pink details? Yeah, Google uh, yeah. Prius C Persona series. Yeah. And okay. there's two. There's a lime green and a pink. However, I am getting rid of it because I have to have a mom car now. So in LA, yeah. I'm going to be selling it soon. It's a, it's a wonderful car if anybody's interested. Okay. There you go. I'm really sad to get rid of it because it's Are so Are you going to get a pink mom car? No, I think you should blend in L.A. I'm not trying to stand out. That's yeah, why this, yeah. that's enough for me to just be cute. But I would never drive a fully pink or a wrapped car with some cool crumb. Like in L.A., you just want to get to your place with no problems. Right. So I'm not trying to stand out. You're enough on your own, you know? Like yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. You don't what should I get, color. by the way? I'm looking at Subarus. I'm looking at. Subarus is great Subarus, choice. man. Yeah. That's what everybody's. I, I know. Like I just. So I don't feel like I'm Subarus. a crunchy Subaru granola person. Birkenstock. Yeah, shit. that's not yeah. my vibe. But. The CEO you know, at the uh, company that I used to work at had like saw one of the one of his executives like driving a Subaru. I think Outback and was like, "That's a hell of a car." And then like he drove and, like everybody in the C suite drove it, and they were all the worst people in the world. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> but Wait, what's the company? Was it Avon when you the Avon lady you got a pink car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so that's kind of, but that's a softer pink. It's, that's mm-hmm. not very histrionic. A millennial yeah. pink, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think you I got mean, a pink Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. And then. I mean, I think you, the one thing I've seen be popular with new parents around me is a RAV4 mm-hmm. hybrid. 
Yep. You know what I mean? But, I see a yeah, lot of those hybrid are expensive. action. Uh, yeah. I, I've been looking at those. They're hard to get right now because the supply chain. Oh, They're shit. going for like 6000 over a sticker. What? I know. Yeah. And I'm, I I like a deal. Jackie oh, J yeah. likes a deal. So I'm just boned at this point. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm looking at I'm looking at Subaru Crosstrek hybrids, RAV4 hybrids, Honda CRV hybrid. Yeah. I don't know. The crossover seems like the new mom car. Yeah. Like parent car. Like it's like the cool parent car. It's like you're not pulling up in the minivan. Right. It's got a little swag to it. It's it's elevated so you can see the road. That's what I want. I need something a little higher off the ground. I would just yeah. get a regular Prius, but I'm sick. if anyone drives a Prius, you know they're so low. They hit yeah, everything. Right. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. And I'm you have to look that. under other cars to see what's yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah Zyke Gang, if you work at a dealership, uh, get Jack. Let's get Jackie in the yes. Subaru. How close yeah, can yeah. you get Jackie to invoice? Yeah, yeah. Let's get her to I'll, the I'll invoice drive. Cost. I'll drive. You know, I mean? you know. We'll shout yeah. out your dealership. Yeah, fuck it. If you if you really hook up if you really hook Jackie up, fuck it. We'll we'll shout your dealership out. Yeah, but yeah. you got to hook Jackie up, and, and Jackie I'll, gotta let I'll us shout y'all out too. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. You, you stand to get more impressions if Jackie does it with her number rated podcast. So, uh, we're not really doing shit except for you know maybe. Hook us up with a discount, too, when we need a car. <laughs> Are there other color? Like, I feel like the only other era that is, like, fully defined by colors is, like, the 70s are very clearly, like, a combination of, like, orange and olive or, early like, 90s. avocado green. What, what were the early 90s? We were all neoned out. I was okay. neon the yeah, fuck yeah. out. I had neon yellow shit, neon magenta shorts and shit. I would look like... Because I think all that, like, Venice Beach fucking, mm-hmm. you know, shark gear, gotcha, all that surfer shit I used to wear in the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. That was sure. all very loud, loud. Yeah. 80s, I feel like, didn't really have a color other than, like, gold and silver and, like, fucking... And white. Cocaine. Baby. Cocaine. White. Yeah. yeah. White, white leather. Gold. Yeah. White gold. <laughs> hmm. And then the... I I feel like early 2000s is, like, Matrix Green. Is like unfortunately not like, like a, a cool print. thing, yeah, not in a cool way, but like that color does remind me of uh early 2000s, right? Hmm. All right, there's a one, one more thing that has nothing to do with the zeitgeist, but I want to get you guys' opinion on. Yes, uh, have you seen the debate over the colors chartreuse and vermilion? No, so what no. color do you picture when, when you hear the word chartreuse? I don't know, like dark red, like dried up blood. And what color do you picture when you hear the word vermilion? Dried up blood. <laughs> really? I Same. mean, I don't, I don't oh, know. Is that all you picture is dried blood? <laughs> is it, I just is, see it, like, you know that scene in The Shining when the elevator doors open? Like, yeah. that's what I picture. So I always picture vermilion. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real mind fuck. So vermilion, I had always pictured as yellow or green. It is the dried blood color. Chartreuse is a green color. Yellow oh, green, shit. yellow green, yeah, and that. Damn. So there's a there's a petition out there by people to be like, yo, we need to switch this up, like flop, flip those around because it doesn't make any sense. And I I agree. Vermilion. Who would really you even contact be. for that? Wait, Crayola? That you're saying that chartreuse should be red? Yeah, chartreuse should be a dark red, like the color you pictured when you like dry blood, like. Maroon-ish. I guess in my mind they were two sides of the same thing i'm more attached to vermilion being red than chartreuse if i had to vermilion pick. being red interesting yeah i don't because i think about it too now because 
especially in the age of like, you know, fancy cocktails and stuff, I realized I'm like, yeah, of course, chartreuse is that green color because that's a very often used liquor I see and it's yellow. Oh, I mm-hmm. like vermilion. It's sort of um, like a peachy red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watermelon. Okay. All right. Mm. Maybe I'm just. Wait, but you, are you saying idiot, you have like I a guess, memory? Miles? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, Wait, a, so it, it's like a thing that I had always thought. And then somebody like a vibe? on Twitter a couple like last week was like, are you kidding me? Like these aren't vermilions, not green. And I fully agreed with that. I was like, yeah, those shouldn't be that. And then there was somebody like responded and pointed out that like when you look up vermilion people or maybe it's when you look up chartreuse, they're like chartreuse is a red color, but it should be or chartreuse is a green color, but it should be a red color. Like that's I think one of the what like on Wikipedia or something like that. I mean, I I wonder if you're going off the Latin virdis. For yeah, green. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Verde. And also million, which like makes you think of money. Yeah. We're like, I, I feel like the ver gives you, give in, if you're like, you know, you like languages. Maybe that's subtly speeding, seeding your mind that it should yeah. be green. Yeah. Ver is green, like verde or verdant. And million is like evokes money, especially if you started off with ver. And then chartreuse, I think I'm thinking of like Chardonnay. And then just the Frenchness of it reminds me of a wine, like makes me think of a wine. Okay. Dan, where were you when I took my SATs? Because this is all really helpful to help you remember the words. Yeah. But it's the opposite. (laughs) It's it's exactly wrong. That's the problem. Which one, your verbal? Uh, 320. (laughs) Oh, okay. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Zeitgang, hit us up. Let us know what colors those words make you think of and also if there are other like words out there that, that are not what they sound like. Exactly. And also hit us up if you can get Jackie that deal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to Most keep her important. in the new generation Give safe. Give me that chartreuse Subaru, hon. <laughs> Woo. Chartreuse Baru. Okay. Why not? Well, Jackie, as always, truly a pleasure having you on TDZ. Uh, where Five can people... timers, baby. Five. Yeah, yeah. You and... Uh, Alec Baldwin and Tom Hanks, I yep. think, are the only ones who have achieved Paul it. Rudd, no? Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, Where can people find you, follow you, hear you, all that good stuff? Natch Butte comes out every Thursday. It is a beauty comedy podcast, but it's really comedy-centric these days. So if perhaps you've tried to hear it before and it was a little too beauty for you, I've really turned towards the comedy. Just We need there a little is. comedy in the world. So check Natch Butte out. I heart I heart radio podcast nominee for best beauty podcast yeah, at the I yeah, heart yeah. awards. Check Honey, that out. You might see me there. I haven't gotten an invite. Am I not invited? It's virtual. It's virtual. It's virtual. It's virtual. Damn it! I was like, I'm going to show my bump off on the red carpet. I was excited, but you know, <laughs> we got to do. What we got to do. Yeah, you might have to green screen that one. I'm going to get some piss drank, and maybe I'll show up. Uh, so yeah listen to attribute you can find me at jackie underscore michelle on twitter or jackie michelle johnson on insta and you know i'm on tiktok but not really i'm just fucking around but tiktok is so fun are y'all on there i'm lurking yeah i'm a lurker too it's so fun and i i use the i've used the camera to cut like a happy birthday video for like a young niece or nephew because it's fun you can do a little something because, you know, sometimes you're like, hey, happy birthday, you know, send like video messages to kids. This one, I'm like, I'm somewhere else. I got the yeah. beach behind me. I'm fake they walking and shit. They got all kinds shit. of yeah, it's a whole filters lot. going on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? 
I I'm late to the Josh Gondelman train. Do y'all know Josh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, funny. He tweets funny shit every day. He tweeted Non-stop. yesterday, wow, I can't believe I'm not on your close friends list just because we aren't close friends. <laughs> and that made me laugh because when I log on to Instagram and you see all the little greens, you're like, wow, you think I'm your close friend? I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> and then some uh, people don't and you're like, oh, okay, that's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you, okay? miles where can people find you what's the tweet you've been enjoying friend oh man find me on twitter and instagram at miles of gray and if you like weed and reality tv check out 420 day fiance where sophia alexandra and i talk 90 day fiance married at first sight you name it we're here for it some tweets that i like let me see uh my goodness here's one this one's from casey rosario at casey rose writes hi I'm Kendall Roy, and this is uh the fucking Disney Channel. <laughs> I saw that earlier. <laughs> I could hear it in my head, and that's fully what it was. And then uh, this one is from Martha Sharp at Martha J Sharp with an E at the end. Uh, tweeted, "Do you ever think about a sandwich you ate years ago, like out of nowhere?" <laughs> yes, I do, Martha. In fact, I just thought of a sandwich that I ate uh, like eons ago. Tell us. Hit us. It was, look, it was in Costa Rica, but it was like this Italian deli that was in Costa Rica. And this guy made a salami sandwich that I didn't, I couldn't understand why it tasted so good. It wasn't ingredients that I had never had combined yet. It's piss-soaked bread. Yeah, uh, obviously. Ew. But yeah, it was like this very simple salami sandwich. I think it was maybe the produce that was good. But I always think I'm like, this dude was lying to me what the ingredients were on there because this shit was hitting so hard for a salami sandwich. And I still to this day do not Man, know. Man, why y'all got to bring sandwiches up to the pregnant lady? Because now I'm like, I got to have a sandwich. I got to yeah. go get a damn sandwich now. What's your, Where are you going to go? you think of a sandwich? Well, I want a vegan <laughs> Reuben. Like food porn. Oh. I want a vegan Reuben sandwich. And I'm in Highland Park right now. So I need to find someone on the on the east side because there's one at Locali. Y'all know Locali? Yeah. They have a great one, but I'm not driving oh, into Hollywood. So I'll find one around here. Yeah. yeah I need yeah. that right now. Okay. What about you, Jack? What's the sandwich you just think of out of nowhere? You're like, oh. I was trying to think. Like, there's a everything bagel that I used to get mm. on 77th Street in Manhattan that I, I still bagels. think about all the time because it was just like so densely packed with every with the everythingness yeah. of it all. And like the the main food I always think about is that bagel and my I lived in Spain for a month in high school and my Spanish like host mother made a empanada and empanadillas and I've never had anything that even like approaches it or is even trying to do the same thing but it was the best fucking Can we go find her? Can we I know. It's yeah. incredible. Uh, I haven't been able to find her. Okay, well any Spaniards that are listening, like look it up <laughs> yeah, with the yeah, recipes. Yeah. The Madrid I mean no shade to the other empanadas from around the globe, but you know to to help it's Jack like with pursuing. tuna, tomato, egg, like a bunch of oh. shit that doesn't sound like it should be that good, but mm-hmm. like that it was it may might be my favorite thing I've ever eaten. Wow. Yeah. Powerful tweet you just dropped on us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, some tweets I've been enjoying. Dan Perlman tweeted, weird how James Bond was always like, I'm 007. Like, just be seven. And then <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Dubois tweeted, Boba Fett is short for Robert Fettuccini. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's true. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't so fucking funny. deny that. Robert, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song are we sending people to go check out? Uh, This is a track from a little band from Miami, Florida, that I just uh, started getting into, hearing some tracks that I like called Magic City Hippies. And this track is called Champagne on the Rider. And it's like, it's like a nice, you know, tight little, like, sort of modern rock song. And then towards the end, there's, like, a really nice jam-out section that kind of sounds like Tame Impala with all the filters and shit that's on there. So if you fuck with Tame Impala and, you know, the jungle or, you know, just bands you like hearing these new these bands nowadays, uh, try this you one. heard about these? these Champagne bands? on the Rider. people who play music together? Yeah, they get together. Maybe. Champagne on the Rider is a cool name for a song. Yeah. And Magic City Hippies is a fun name for a band. So mm-hmm. I'm in. It sounds like they drive a Subaru. It does. Yeah. It does sound like they might smell bad. <laughs> but they don't smell like piss. I can tell you that Exactly. Much. Piss on the rider. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcaster, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Okay. That's going to do it for us this morning. Uh, but we are back this afternoon to tell you what is trending. And yep. we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.